Well, hello and welcome to The Ken Burns Show. It is great to have you tuned in. As you know, there are a ton of news stories to talk about. So much is happening right now in our world. And if you don't believe that, all you have to do is turn the TV on, turn the radio on, and you'll hear more news stories than your brain can handle. However, what that means is that we are going to take a different approach today. We're going to talk about what it means to be offended. Why are people so offended so easily? Now, why am I talking about this? Well, we are obviously seeing that happen a lot, not only in our, you know, immediate relationships, but also in the world at large. Why does this happen? Well, let's look at the psychology behind it, which we will do today. And although I do not have a dramatized series for you today, which I am sorry, I do have an audio clip that I am going to play for you. It's a little bit of a, a sketch. It's very funny, actually, which goes along with what we're talking about today. And we'll get to that as well. But first, a couple of announcements. Uh, number one, uh, the BMG Network, which I have talked about in previous podcasts, which I am part of. The reason why I'm part of it, because I started it. It stands for the Burns Media Group Network. However, Burns Media Group in and of itself is a bit different than the network. Uh, what Burns Media Group does is we help produce for podcasters and anyone who needs audio production. So if you are in need of any audio production, please get in touch with us. You can find our page on Facebook at uh, Burns Media Group on Facebook. But the BMG Network is literally just that. It is a network of people doing what I'm doing right now. And that is that they have great content on their shows which they'll present to you and they'll be on the website, which is hopefully will be up and running within the next month or two. Very excited about bringing that announcement to you when that happens, but I know that you'll, uh, you'll enjoy it. The great thing about it is, is it's going to be a great alternative um, to maybe some of the networks that you can't stand anymore. Hopefully uh, you can turn to the BMG network to get your content. But again, that will be up and running hopefully within the next month or two, as mentioned. And speaking of uh, audio production and podcasting, listen, uh, many of you who want to do podcasting, maybe you have some great ideas for a podcast, or maybe you have one started right now and you just don't know where to launch it. Well, look no further than Buzzsprout. Why Buzzsprout? Because it is hands down the easiest and best way to launch a podcast. Why is this? Because Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. What does that mean? It means that they're going to get you a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening to your podcast and tools to promote your episodes and so much more. And by the way, if you sign up with Buzzsprout, you'll be joining over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout. And why is this? Because they make it easy. And as a bonus, if you follow the link in the show notes today, and sign up with a paid plan with Buzzsprout, they're going to give you a $20 Amazon gift card. And again, all you have to do is follow the link in the show notes today. This lets Buzzsprout know that I've sent you, and of course, it helps support the show. So listen, it's a great day to get your podcast launched. So why not do it with Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. And again, welcome to the show. And man, isn't it a great time to be alive? Honestly. Did you ever think that you'd see something like this happening around you in the world today? 
Did you ever think that we'd be a part of something like this? It's unbelievable. There is so much to talk about. There's so much happening. But thank the Lord that this world is not it. We certainly have something else to look forward to. But anyway, uh, we uh, are going to dive right into what the psychology behind being offended is. Why do we have to dive into the psychology of it? Because, well, it's easy just to say that some people are just more easily offended, both on a large scale and a small scale, meaning certain friends that we know or loved ones or people that we don't know and we watch on TV and, of course, in the media and on the left and on the right, how offended and defensive everyone gets. Why does this happen? And why are so many people so sensitive? Well, the thing is about it that's very interesting is a lot of these people who do get offended so easily, they can't be criticized, their emotions come flaring out. They don't really see how it affects the people around them because they're so focused on how things affect them. And they don't even realize they're doing this. You've heard the, the term narcissist, and many people use that term to point out other narcissists. When sometimes they themselves have a form of narcissism, but again, they don't know it, but they can easily point it out in others. And we'll get to that. And you may ask, how does that tie into being offended? Well, let's look at the psychology. And by the way, before I get into all of this, uh, there is a lot of packed information in this. So forgive me, um, but we'll break it down a little bit afterwards. But hopefully this can help you see some things in a, in a different light. So here we go. What we first have to look at is uh, something called self-concept, which includes all beliefs about the self, as well as one's overall evaluation of the self. This includes self-esteem, which is the positivity of a person's evaluation of the self, overall of evaluation of one's trait and self-features as good, bad, and mediocre. And of course, social comparison which is a cognitive comparison of the self to others, usually similar others, in terms of abilities, skills, traits, and opinions. And of course, listen to this. Self-esteem, there's high and low. Uh, people with high self-esteem tend to have self-serving bias, which attribute positive events to their own character, but negative to external factors. People with high self-esteem tend to have more frequent positive emotions. People with low self-esteem tend to have greater emotional variability. Also, people with low self-esteem are more associated with depression and drug abuse, alcohol abuse, things like of that nature. And you heard the term uh, self-esteem variability. What is, what is variability of self-esteem? Well, it's the magnitude of short-term fluctuation in ongoing self-esteem. The extent to which one's self-evaluation is changeable, which means it just depends on the situation. And there are four processes involved in self-esteem variability. And here they are. Uh, number one, enhance sensitivity to social evaluation events, uh, which is pay more attention. Number two, over-rely on social sources of evaluation in own self-evaluation, which means they use others' judgment for happiness and sadness. Number three, increased concern with own self-views. That means fear of social judgment. Number four, may react to evaluation with anger, hostility, fear. Um, if other people, for example, say bad things, they might get offended. 
And by the way, number four is an important one, and we're going to find out why right now, and that is because there is implicit and explicit self-esteem. Implicit self-esteem is highly efficient, rapid, and auto-evaluative of the self that occurs unintentionally and outside of conscious awareness. Uh, It's a guide conscious response to question about the self when you are not motivated or unable to actively retrieve explicit attitude. An example of this is the first few words you would use to describe yourself internally. A low implicit individual tend to use descriptions like dumb and boring, while a high implicit individual would use descriptions like intelligent and confident. Uh, Explicit self-esteem. Consciously formulated responses to question about how they feel and evaluate themselves. Uh, Consciously held attitude about the self. An example of this is words you would use to describe yourself to other people. There's more cognitive process in explicit because of judgment from others. A low explicit self-esteem individual tend to be more shy than a high explicit self-esteem individual who tends to be more social. Now, there's a study that was done by Jordan et al. in 2002, and the study was Defensive Self-Esteem and Narcissism, and it concluded that individuals with low implicit self-esteem and high explicit self-esteem scored higher on narcissism. So now, uh, secure self-esteem, which is healthy, those individuals are high on both, implicit and explicit. Now, defensive self-esteem, which is unhealthy, is low implicit and high explicit. Now, what is narcissism? Uh, A style of inflated self-admiration and constant attempts to draw attention to the self and keep others focused on the self. To break it down a little bit more, uh, what they do is they mainly rely on other people's approval rather than internal approval. And of course, there's narcissistic rage, uh, which is intense anger and aggression in response to the slightest criticism. So this kind of goes down to uh, what I was talking about in the beginning about being offended. And this doesn't mean that everybody's a narcissist, but what it does mean is that many people get offended so easily because they don't like criticism at all. And that sometimes is attributed to something that's happening internally. But let me go ahead and finish up with all this information. I know there's a ton of it, but here we go. Individuals with high implicit self-esteem tend to engage more in nonverbal positive behaviors during conflict when they perceive their partners to be committed. Individuals with high implicit self-esteem tend to be implicitly motivated to consciously correct for connection and sensitivity to their partner's effort. Individuals with low implicit self-esteem tend to respond defensively to self-threats. They also tend to take extreme views and to overestimate social situations. Individuals with low implicit self-esteem have also been found to have uncertainty in self-concept. Individuals with a combination of low implicit and high explicit self-esteem have what is called defensive self-esteem, fragile self-esteem. In a comparative study, it was found that individuals with a defensive self-esteem tended to be less forgiving than others. So in conclusion, people who are offended easily tend to have low implicit self-esteem and high explicit self-esteem. Given that they are fragile on the inside and rely on other people for approval, giving the slightest 
Criticism will affect them more easily than individuals who are high on both. In addition, they tend to score high on IAT self-esteem scores. People who are high on the narcissism score get offended very easily. So, of course, many of this stuff you can, you can totally look up, um, but we're going to talk about it here. And uh, again, like I said, the reason being is because we see this all the time, uh, personally, professionally, and of course, just watching the news. But I think sometimes when we understand it, um, it helps us uh, to be able to not allow that stuff to affect us as much because we have a little bit more, I'd say, grace and mercy for those around us who are struggling internally in this way. Now, we all have our own struggles, and hopefully when we see them, we just want to correct them. Many people can't even see them. They won't see them. That's what makes it very difficult. And you can't tell them because, number one, they won't listen and they won't believe you because they think that everyone else is the problem. Does this kind of sound a little bit familiar what's happening in the world today? Maybe you know somebody like this. It's not to point the finger at them, but it does help us be more aware of the situation. So back to the question, why are people so easily offended? Again, from, these, uh, from the study, from the psychology of it all, we can see that there are people who are struggling internally and they're already beating themselves up internally. So sometimes a narcissistic behavior comes out as a defense mechanism, almost naturally, because they are kind of uh, stuck, if you will. And the process of becoming unstuck is a long one for some, not for everybody, but for some. And what makes it even harder in our world today is when many people, especially young ones today, are being brainwashed, whether that's in the universities, not getting the real history, as I've mentioned on other podcasts as well, not learning true biology and science the way it should be taught, but when they're given information that already doesn't make any sense, how can you make sense of it in your life as it goes on and you go forward? You really can't. It's like taking a lost person and helping them become more lost. You know what I'm saying? Again, and I'll always go back to this. It is why we need a roadmap for our lives. And it's not mom or dad, even though they help show you the roadmap. It really is the word of God. It's only that because it is the truth. It's not a little bit of truth, and we find a little truth over here. No, it has it all there. The father of psychology, if you will, the father of science, the father of life. Who better to look to than our father in heaven? He's the only one. And by the way, we don't have to know everything and have all the answers. And you've heard this before, I'm sure, but you see the effects of the wind all the time. Sometimes it's just a gentle breeze that you see the leaves blowing a little bit in the wind and the trees swaying back and forth. On a hot day when a nice cool breeze comes on, it feels so good. It's the same thing with God. We can't see him, but we always see the effects of what he's done, what he's doing, what he's going to do, both outwardly and inwardly. And we can choose to ignore that or take a hold of it and enjoy the God who loves you and me very much. When we do that and choose that, it helps us love others much, much better. Because let's face it, as people, we are all at times hard to love. And there are people that are harder to love than others, for sure. 
But again, as mentioned in this podcast today, and the psychology of it all, you can see why that happens. These people don't really even know. And sometimes it's your loved ones. They don't really know what they're doing because they can't see it. They're blinded. But all we can do in the meantime until they get, you know, quote unquote healed is to come alongside them and love them and not get offended. (laughs) That's the thing. Much, much easier said than done. But this is the world that we live in, whether we like it or not. And we can choose, again, to embrace God and all the benefits that come with walking with him. Or we could just go along this life haphazardly and just hope for the best. Well, we kind of see what's happening when we do that, right? When we don't stand up for what is right, when we say one thing and do another, it all gets kind of out of control and chaotic. I didn't really want to get into politics, but you know, you look at it, look what's happening right now in the presidential election. It is, it's madness. Everyone is right in their own eyes. But again, I'll leave you with this. And I always say this, I think on every podcast, it's not about who is right, but what is right? What is right? And for me, I'm going to look to God's standards and say, well, this is what is right. And therefore what I'll be standing for. So if that's you, let's stand together because one day we'll be standing before him. But hey, let me lighten it up a little bit with this uh, audio clip and the title of it. And you can look it up on YouTube is entitled, uh, it's not about the nail. Maybe you saw it. I'm not sure. My brother sent it to me and I thought it was hilarious. So thank you, John Burns. But uh, to give you the visual of it, because you can't see it on the podcast, it's of a, of a male and a female on a couch having a conversation. She just wants to be heard, but he wants to give her a solution. Now, she literally has a nail sticking out of her forehead. <laughs> so he keeps referring to that. She doesn't want him to. And of course, at the end, when they have a little bit of a, uh, when, it be, when things go awry again, uh, it's because they go to uh, give each other a kiss because she's thankful and he hits his head on her nail. <laughs> so anyway, that's a little bit of the visual. Hopefully you can get it on this podcast. It is pretty funny, but uh, here you go. It's not about the nail. It's just, there's all this pressure you know? And sometimes it feels like it's right up on me and I can just feel it, like literally feel it in my head and it's relentless. And I don't know if it's going to stop. I mean, that's the thing that scares me the most is that I don't know if it's ever going to stop. Yeah. Well, you do have a nail in your head it is not about the nail. Are you sure? Because, I mean, I'll bet if we got that out of there. Stop they, trying to fix it. No, I'm not trying to fix it. I'm just pointing out that maybe the nail is causing... You always do this. You always try to fix things when what I really need is for you to just listen. No, see, I don't think that is what you need. I think what you need is to get the nail See, you're out. not even listening now. Okay, fine. I will listen. Fine. It's just... Sometimes it's like there's this achy... I don't know what it is. And I'm not sleeping very well at all. And all my sweaters are snagged. I mean, all of them. Yeah, I, that sounds really hard. It is. Thank you. Ow! Oh, come on. Ow. If you would just... Don't... Try to see things my way. Do I have to keep on talking till I can go? Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, This is The Ken Burns Show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Also, go to my Facebook page, The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And again, if you need any 
audio production, go to Burns Media Group on Facebook as well. And as always, I'd love to hear from you, your feedback. Please rate the show on Apple Podcasts. And I look forward to being back with you on the next podcast of The Ken Burns Show. God bless you guys. The Ken Burns Show was produced, edited, and recorded by, well, Ken Burns. Music by Kevin McLeod. Sound effects created by Zapsplat.com. Thank you for tuning in to The Ken Burns Show. And be sure to tune into the next episode as we will bring you more dynamic content. Thank you.